0: Hello Kevin. Awesome. You guys are nerds. Damn right. Oh Kevin you're so witty. I would stab someone in the face. Oh that's gross. I'm cutting this by the way. Ah! Bad Philosophy episode 107 recorded on November 3rd 2011. Killer hipstinct. Hello, everyone. welcome man. One, two, bad philosophy, upsetting the balance of reality one rabbit trail at a time. We are back for episode 107, and I am back at Texas Tech University. Woo! Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so, those of y'all who have listened to the show for a long time may recall that uh, Bad Philosophy started here at Texas Tech. Um, started at Freebirds, but it eventually moved to better audio equipment, or... Purportedly better audio. I just equipment. lost my
1: job at Chipotle.
0: Um, you work at Chipotle?
1: Or? Unofficially, I'm on the farm team. Oh,
0: sorry. Oh, because I mentioned the the F word. Uh, yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't Matt. use the F word I'm
1: around sorry. Chipotle.
2: I'm sorry that I've ruined your reputation on that. <laughs> I still um, like it better. It's not going to stop me from liking Freebirds. Oh, God, out. my oh, man, train of Freebirds. It's going oh, away. I'm, <laughs> I'm grabbing it. I'm
0: pulling it back. I'm reeling it in. Shh. Did you move so from Freebirds? We moved from Freebirds eventually to the, uh, <laughs> to the digital media studio here at, uh, at Texas Tech. Um, still, in my opinion, one of the most underutilized resources of the entire university. Um, and it's funny that, that you know, the, the more things change, truly, the more they stay the same. Um, mm-hmm. Different students, you know, different staff running the place. Exact same problems, <laughs> um, you know. So we came in here to, to check out some, you know, microphones to, to do the show. And uh, the first one we got had a good microphone, but it didn't have a good stand. And then the second one had a good stand, but didn't have the right hardware. Then we couldn't get into the right rooms to get microphones. So you know, it felt I, I, the nostalgia factor is very high. Including my frustration with the DMS itself. So thank you, Texas Tech University, pre- for preserving all aspects, Basically, both positive and negative. Statistics about rule again.
1: <laughs> what? Statistics rule again. If it's happened in the past, it's likely to occur again. It's
0: likely to occur again, especially only a year and a half later. As uh, a historian, a of, no. No, just no. That's not. That's completely incorrect. So I should. I should probably introduce our panel of guests here today. I'm I'm joined by Nail Bracket Sean Simba, aka Matt Legler. Uh, and that guy.
1: <laughs> that guy also being
2: Frank Sinatra. That, Mitchell. That, Mitchell.
0: <laughs> also known as Brian Mitchell. Um, Sean Brackett, of course, uh, you were last on Bad Philosophy for the Crazy synesthesia episode, synesthesia. Uh, Reading Rainbow, right?
3: Oh, totally I think
0: that's what Rainbow. we called it, yeah, mm-hmm. Reading Rainbow, um, which was such a good title, I, I'm still proud of that title. Um, as you should be, I, I because I
3: Lavar Burton has accompanied me in my dreams <laughs> for months. Wow! Yeah, recently yes. even. Wow! It's just life-altering.
0: Mm. It's you can go twice as high, can't you? Yeah, yeah. it's a double rainbow it's all the way, and way. I don't
3: know what it means. <laughs>
0: so bright and vivid. And so is our show, uh, mainly because, well, Brian, I, I may have understated you, but I'm really happy to have you back on the show today. So I, I came in and, uh, and audited Matt's uh, computer science class you this morning. You could say that.
1: You were um, um, messing stuff up while you were I was there.
0: totally disrupting the sh**. Out of that class, <laughs> I got um, in so much trouble. Sitting in the front row, being all quiet, listening patiently. Man, I was such a you rebel. were falling
1: along in the notes too. I,
0: I know. I even wanted to participate. You even started in the applause after his
1: presentation, right?
0: I was like, "Let's clap for these people. They did work." And everybody else was like, "What the hell are you doing?" And
1: and then the professor yeah. yelled at me for bringing you.
0: And then he. Uh, but the important part of the, and the reason why I bring up that that train of thought is. I turn around from the front row, and who is it other than the man himself, hey, that guy, hey, Mr. Brian Mitchell? Sam's hat, though. What happened to your hat thing?
2: There at home, um, I stop wearing hats all the time. Really? I thought, but that was your thing. But if you have a guy still of wears hair,
0: hats, that's still
2: you might he still wear hats all the that. time. But I've embraced my curly hair,
3: <laughs> and
0: you should as be very you proud. should.
2: Yeah. So. What?
3: Those of us with straight hair have nothing to look forward to. You're so. telling me.
2: <laughs> so I, I I've. Embrace my curly hair and hats tend to mess that up.
0: Ah, so gotcha. I let
2: it flow freely.
0: All right. Well, what well, we'd also like to let flow freely this episode are our, our trainings of thoughts on... Trainings of train of thoughts. Trainings, train Train-ins. Trains? Trains of I, I, thoughts. Our train of Speaking of, of, thought, of engineers. Thought, do, we have, do we have a collective train or do we each have our own train? Our trains of thought, right? Maybe each. if we can all
3: bring them into this train station... Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but we can't have all the trains on the same track. No, but have you ever been inside of a
3: train station? There's multiple tracks.
0: Well, yeah, but then when you get outside of the station... But then then they're staying in the same place. If you get out of the station, you can only do one at a time. Parallel tracks.
2: Bring the passengers well, When does from that one ever happen? to the other
0: one. A lot in Europe. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that you can go both directions. At the, so you can have one train going one way... Wow. Well, we really don't want that, though. We don't want one person's train of thought going one direction and another's going the exact opposite. My mom
1: always told me when I was little that even if I was on the right track, I'd still get run over if I wasn't moving. (laughs) Sounds like a loving household, man. That's a
0: great (laughs) metaphor. Um, So, anyways, (laughs) let's all put our our collective thoughts together, uh, whether they be on trains or not. And uh, talk about crap and uh, you know materialism kind of turned on its head. I was browsing Boing Boing literally half an hour ago, well, maybe not, about 45 minutes ago, and uh, came across this wonderful article pointing to another article written by Thomas Hayden called uh, Ixnay on the iPod, in praise of crap technology. And his thesis, as he kind of goes through and talks about his uh, Kobe, a $19.99 flash drive with a headphone jack um, that plays MP3s. Uh, and and his other various items that that he loves but aren't necessarily quality items Um, his thesis is essentially that you know crap things can be we can love them just as much as quality things and they can sometimes last longer than stuff that we pay for stuff that's you know purportedly of higher quality um, and why, why really, that we, we so value as materialistic culture the the higher price stuff, the quality things, the the, the commodity items that are you know expensive but um, very quickly become outdated and replaced by newer, cooler, you know, gotta have them gadgets, and and not just technology, but also you know household goods, cars, sofas. You know, tables, carpet, carpet, carpet.
1: Have you seen shaggy carpet?
0: I don't think carpet is a commodity, (laughs) and I don't think well. Could someone really be proud of having shag- I guess I guess, too shaggy carpet You know, retro fittings um, Wooden floors Wooden flo- Well, wooden floors can be What's nice just
1: funny is now people people that used to live in cheap places lived with concrete floors mm. and now people that live in expensive places stain their concrete floors
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Star- yeah Starbucks
3: renovating all of their stores to make it look urban and industrial mm-hmm. and have exposed piping and ductwork, right. work even <laughs> though you're increasing your utility bill because it's not insulated
1: But you're spending less on the c- construction <laughs> They're fine. actually
3: doing that i thought that was already their look you may be right they may not be renovation but just the newer
1: ones the are newer being built ones that way seem,
3: yeah
0: okay so you know we we uh the first when i first saw this article i couldn't help but think of of your zune brian and and i remember one of the first things i that i identified about you was oh this guy doesn't have an ipod this is zune and <laughs> um, why did you let's
2: let's take it back why did you buy a zune um, well, I I bought my Zune because I had lost my initial MP3 player, which was also not an iPod. <laughs> <laughs> In high school, I had bought this. I think it was ninety nine dollars at the time. iRiver H 10 20 gigabyte. Oh, MP3 I River. gotta get a picture oh, wow. of this. I gotta find. I gotta yeah, find. That was a, a long time
3: ago.
0: Yeah,
2: iRiver H ten. Okay. It's um it's an MP3 player. Um, it's it's got this like slider thing on the front. Really, what I wanted was an MP3 player that was not an iPod. Um back then and well no I've, I've dropped that now back then and even when I started college I had this kind of anti-Apple thing going on uh-huh. um, just cause I had, you know it, at that point and even still a little bit now I had what I like to call a hipster instinct where I if mm. I see a lot of people in the if I see a lot of people gathering around one thing and like speaking volumes about it when there's like other things that have identical features mm-hmm. I find it hard to you know follow along
0: a hip stink, if you will. Yes. Okay. So um, this hip stink uh, basically compelled you to buy the thing that people were not buying basically. in order to to stand out, be unique, um, even though it was kind of an inferior product in a few ways. It did what you wanted well enough mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. served as kind of a status symbol for you.
2: It was, it was something I liked carrying around. And even... <laughs> In high school, I like—I liked to phrase it in the past, I was a good student, but I was a bit of a bad kid. Mm-hmm. So even, like, I, I would have it out during class and listening to music. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it was something I liked to carry around. Um, I was and still am a music addict, um, so I liked having that library around with me. And it's something I tend to lament, that um, p- uh, people have all but killed off the um, large-capacity music players um, um, when the ipod touch the ipod
0: classic is still the, there
2: yeah from what i've heard they're kind of I lessening it's it way. yeah from what i heard i think no it's not it's not
0: it's i mean speaking from someone who works at the apple store it's still there it's still very much a because product. you know like, how
3: much they share with their employees
1: yeah
0: you know <laughs> I've, I've i've seen one that exist did
1: you know that steve <laughs> jobs was your father
0: God, <laughs> no! that explains so much. No, um, but, but anyway. yeah, no, and and I don't think the company has any intention of getting rid of the iPod Classic because we we still sell them. I mean, every day somebody comes in and buys an iPod Classic. So, you know, at least thirty people per store every day, or well, th- maybe thirty per week. I don't know, somewhere around there. Um, and you know, multiply that by all the stores. You're selling about a hundred thousand every year. It works. You know, it's enough. It's not like iPhone numbers or iPad numbers. It's still enough
2: to keep the product line in existence. Yeah,
0: we sell more of them than, than Microsoft
3: sell sold Zooms. I mean,
0: I sell more
2: pancakes <laughs> to
3: my students in my building. Why my do you sell pancakes cells? to your students? That's horrible. Well, Why wouldn't you just give them to your students? They're tasty and delicious. And they're fundraisers you- for raiders helping others. Who oh, benefits,
0: how much do you charge them? for
3: them? more than you can afford if you can if you have to
0: ask whoa really are yeah. we talking like five dollars per pancake clearly whoa
1: steven this whoa. is not a These place must for, be you for, a damn damn for you pretty damn good pancakes
3: yeah oh well. delicious it's the what's the secret is it the syrup do you think i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna tell everyone that <laughs> Speaking oh of syrup! actually oh i have is a syrup really story. good you caught me <laughs> this is a really good segue actually there was an okay. article recently in the atlantic mm-hmm. about the origins of maple syrup and why there are two general classes of product. Uh-huh. One being far more expensive, and the other being, well, far cheaper. <laughs> and that people tend to buy the more expensive ones, even though they have less of a maple flavor. Uh, they, are more, they tend to be lighter in color, and tend to be uh, more of a generic sugar. Really? Generic sweetener. But because they're more expensive... They people say, people buy them yes and in part the, the article goes on to explore and it was written by a historian which uh-huh. my, makes me feel a lot better about it uh, but this historian is writing that um during the colonial area area oh, during the colonial on? area the colonial is that area. a geographical region <laughs> God, God forgive me. somewhere in virginia that? right in the
1: it's, colonial
0: still like era like a cro- colonial area
3: yeah uh, Somewhere in era mm-hmm. uh, that sugar was far more expensive mm. because you're getting it from the West Indies. Oh,
0: and so that so tradition kind of the heat, over. Um
3: The maple trees that the locals wanted to do that to benefit their economy, mm. but that the refined sugars from the West Indies um, they indicated cultural status, and uh. that we still, up to this point, buy the more expensive maple syrup. Because it looks more like pure sugar, hmm. even though you're getting more of that true maple flavor on something that's half the cost. Hmm. Wow,
0: well, so. interesting. Very
3: interesting. I can I can actually
0: speak to that exact example. I I got not in the case of maple syrup, but at Whole Foods, and I I don't normally grocery shop at Whole Foods, and this is sort of like one of those. Those things, you know, when you're when you're kind of making your way in the world for the first time, it's it's a big leap to go from like shopping at HEB, which you know for for those of y'all not in Texas is kind of like the uh, Kroger y'all not in South
1: Texas. Right. I'm, going to, yeah. I'm
2: going to make the point that I live in Texas, Amarillo, uh-huh. and there's no HEB there. There's
0: no HEB there. Okay. I think HEBs comes. So to if you're know.
2: not in Central Texas,
0: um, it's like the Kroger or. Um, What's, what's another? Shout out to King
3: Supers? King Soopers. It's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's
0: like that level of grocery store. And, and Whole Foods is nationwide, right? Yeah. Okay. So you should know what Whole Foods is. Whole Foods is like the step up from that, right? You know, the, the slightly better off people shop at Whole Foods. And it's, it's the exact same type of thing. You usually get smaller portions for either the same price or more. Um, and there's much more branding about the you know, organic nature, the, na- the natural ingredients, the you know, wholesomeness of, of what you're buying. And so you kind of feel better about yourself about what you're buying. But I was looking at the maple syrups, and I, I was debating between, wow, should I spend $12 on a really good bottle of maple syrup that's going to last me a while? Or should I spend $3 on this ginger syrup that's like kind of quirky and, and yellow and it stands out from everything else? and so I get this and this is the most tasty stuff I have ever had on a waffle uh-huh. this like I don't know why I never got anything ginger related before but it is so freaking had tasty had you had the
1: waffle before
0: well yes okay
1: I'm just making sure that no, you don't have too was, many variables well, in the situation okay. so I
0: do have two variables but I can tell you I've tasted waffles before and these were waffles um although they were kashi waffles which there's something about like the natural see there's
1: an although waffle. in there so it makes sense. <laughs> I don't know
0: whatever um but i completely agree that like a lower priced product actually ended up being more satisfying and and fulfilling to me than buying a higher priced one and so i and i don't have any status to prove i'm a bachelor i live with a I roommate disagree. who's not
3: really? yes i think everyone has a status to prove even to themselves oh yes all right especially to themselves ooh
0: okay Well, this is this is an interesting new aspect of it so you know Brian you kind of touched on the hipster aspect of things. Like Matt how do you how do you perceive folks like folks like Brian as a guy who owns mm. an iPhone mm-hmm. and a MacBook Pro and uh, a Ford automobile, right? Toyota. Ford? You do? No, you uh-uh. have a, what do you have? You have a no. Civic.
1: Not if you gave it to me. You
0: have a Honda Civic. Toyota Solera. You? you have a Solera. Sorry. <laughs> you have a Toyota. Um, I don't know whatever. Is Ford Ford is kind of a it's like a nicer middle class brand now.
1: Only it's if you not, buy like a King Ranch truck or something. What's
0: like the what's like the low end of, of cars? I'm just tangent, real quick. What's like the low end of cars
3: these days? A Saturn. Saturns. Cool. So used to own. Before, really. Rest <laughs> in peace.
0: Before or after they tanked?
3: <laughs> uh, before. Okay. okay. I'm an OG.
0: Pontiac. Um, before they tanked. Uh, yeah. A little bit. Um, Pontiacs
1: were all right. I wish oh, yeah, I got a big staircase. So this Comedy. is
0: this is a good a good point here. Like. <laughs> We, we can perceive some of these brands as being, ah oh, it's, it's not that bad. You know, it's just a Mazda. But I think uh, like, I think
3: we're talking, we are using, we need to refine our unit of analysis. Okay, Brand right, is way see. too big. We, need, we would need to talk about individual Specific cars. products.
0: Yeah. Okay, specific well, cars. Because, yeah, Ford definitely has some luxury automobiles and definitely has some crap automobiles. It has a wide range of stuff. But, all right, so back it up. Aside aside automobiles, of somebody, yeah,
1: put it in reverse. Let's get out of here.
0: Yeah, so you... Are, <laughs> <laughs> let's hop on that train, go in the other direction exactly. down the thought stream. So, um,
1: if I get to play conductor for a second... Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's the sound really? of a thousand mixed metaphors Woo-hoo! crying out. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think um, something else that might be important when you're looking at our measurement of analysis here is Brian wanted something because you know he thought his hip stink stunk you know, and he wanted something different. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Keep going. When a lot Can't of the jobs. that five me, times
0: fast. My hip stinks. It stinks.
1: I don't know what's the future, present, perfect, whatever. So, <laughs> the iPhone for me is not a. I mean, I agree it is a status symbol because you can afford something that is not an entirely free phone on, you know, a a talk plan at some phone carrier or something. But, right. You know, so, from that perspective, it's by default a, a status symbol because you can afford it. But. Um, aside from that, I think the reason so many people are drawn to it is not necessarily because of the hipster value, but because there's a significant portion of people that like to have a common conversation piece. And it's not that you want to be looked at as cool, but now, um, you know,
0: you buy it because everybody else is, you
1: buy it because everyone else has it because now you can all talk about it, do the same thing. And a lot of people like that community where, why is the jailbreak community big? Because everyone can work on the same topic you know a lot of stuff is um, successful because it's common you know Windows is successful because programmers can develop something that works on every computer Mm. the iPhone is successful because someone can do something that works the same way on every phone and I think that's a lot of the reason it's popular because people say I want to use Twitter on my you know everywhere but you know it's going to be different unless everyone has the same thing and I think that's
2: a little to I can speak a little personal story towards that yeah Mm -hmm. it's kind of a happy accident I say happy it's kind of an accident that I have my iPhone um, it was three years ago hmm. and it was time for baby's first smartphone or it was, it was time, it was time for my, it was time for my phone upgrade. Like, first. oh yeah, baby needs a new smartphone. Is that, yeah. I mean, well, no, that it, was time, it was time for a phone upgrade. Um, Did that and, train go down your brain track. <laughs> and, well, okay, I was up for an upgrade so, okay. and my dad, as the owner of the phone plan was willing to buy me a new phone. And so we went to the AT&T store and. I looked around and found a couple that I liked. I found one that I liked, but it was three hundred and fifty dollars, I believe, mm-hmm. on contract. And wow. so I, so I show my dad this, and he said, "Well, that's a bit too expensive. You can have this other phone that you looked at, which, well, looked a bit too plastic, a bit toyish, or you can have the iPhone." And I thought, <laughs> "Because well, the iPhone I'm gonna was go... what one ninety nine on mm-hmm. contract, yeah." Mm-hmm. I've got yeah the two hundred dollar <clears throat> <line> or whatever, <laughs> and um, so I like I had a thought process in my head. It was just like Apple, but I may as well because so many of my friends have it. If I have a problem, mm. you know, if if I have the if I have the obscure phone and I have a problem, what am I going to do? Google it. <laughs> um, and if if uh-huh. I had that problem with my iRiver H10 because you know the community of so iRiver long. H10 users is small, unless you're talking about box. Right. Right. Um Whereas, you know, I have my, I, I could think about the iPhone. I have, at that, at that point, I had no less than, I think, four people I knew who had iPhones. Mm-hmm. So I could go up to, say, Matt, because Matt at that point had his iPhone. Mm-hmm. I could be like, hey, what should I do here? You know, any little tips that he's got. Right. Um, and so that was kind of, that was kind of the thing that's going on. Last year I went up for an upgrade from that, and so I just stuck with what I knew, and so now I
1: have an iPhone four. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a good accent, and I mean, like that's, that's what I'm getting at, and that there's a community that supports you or provides stuff that you know um, accessorizes your device, not just when it comes to cases or something, but you know, if I'm logging into a timesheet at work, there's an application in the iOS App Store, but there's not on BlackBerry. It's just because because it's popular, there's more resources for it, and that's useful.
3: I think yeah. I think you bring up a good point that <clears throat> excuse me, there's. Social membership
1: mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. comes
3: into play with this, and devices and belongings aren't just markers of uh, social status they're markers of variety of social status it's mm-hmm. not just the iPhone represents high status it could be it's it's common status mm-hmm. is
0: that, that's kind of where we're getting at here so mm-hmm. it's like yeah, being able to have that sameness and that you know keep the conversation on the same level
1: which a lot of people fought against because uh. when, the, when the iPhone went and was finally sold at walmart some people were mad the status people the status uh, crew was like what are you doing now people now the common person that shops at walmart is going to be buying my status symbol yeah
0: <laughs> pearls before swine right <laughs> but at the same time it also changed what the status meant it changed it from like you said a symbol of of uh a high you know class you know high, high soe or so- so seo C-S, 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 so search engine optimization socioeconomics i'm thinking of search engine optimization do, yeah. status economics i don't know whatever <clears throat> um and i and i had the same kind of revelation happen with my first i guess second cell phone um it lasted me two and a half years. and um, almost three actually for like three years i had the same sanyo uh, junk flip phone that i probably dropped through across the room smashed into things like 40 or 50 times hardcore and this thing never quit ever i mean i did things to it that, that an iphone would definitely not survive mm-hmm. and yet it still kept making calls and getting text messages like it did those two things extremely well and so i i can kind of almost relate back to what to to the hipster mentality of i will i will stick with something that may be lower cost but actually ends up being practically better for me in the long run now that worked for me until i was at apple for about four months four or five months and then finally i was like i kind of want to fit in here now you know <laughs> i still had whenever i'm surprised
1: you lasted that long
0: whenever i was in a customer interaction it was so it would feel so weird to pull out this this sprint flip phone and just throop, beep, beep 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 you know hold that up to my head i just felt so anachronistic <laughs> um and yet i held on to it until the verizon one came out it wasn't it wasn't that i needed the iphone i wanted an iphone i still managed to, to wait for an iphone that would work for me and I'm really glad with, that I waited for, for this one.
3: With it, with your Sanyo, do you have any particular memories of experiences that you had while you had that phone?
0: Um, I remember when a, when a, one of the members of the Kukshul One uh, martial arts group that I would um, participate in here at Tech came back from Korea, and she gave me a, a little cell phone charm, and. There's unless you get a, a certain kind of case, there's no way to put those on iPhones anymore. That was something kind of exclusive to the, the whole flip phone type uh, style. And phones would actually have a little notch built into them that you could put these little little charms on to dangle on. And so now I have a couple of Brian ones, and really, I, I remember when I first added that to my phone, that made it mine. That that like made it kind of personal. And I think that's that's kind of why I kept it for a long time. Also, just the fact that I really appreciated the, you know, solid build of that cheap Sanyo heart. I mean, it did, didn't have a lot of functions, but the things that it was built to do, which is survive to make calls and text messages, it did extremely well. And so, I, I really support the Sanyo brand for, for doing that. However, you know, eventually the social status thing won out over practicality. Um, and I kind of want to get back to the hipster aspect, like... As it keeps motioning towards me, as it every well, you're, you're, you're our token hipster here, self self proclaimed token hipster. Brian, okay. let's be although honest. no
1: one else in this group wears a Pokemon jacket.
0: Yeah, although Brian, you're <laughs> very much a you're very much not a typical hipster.
1: Well, how do you define a hipster,
0: tipster, as it were? <laughs> That's a different word hipster? altogether typical now that doesn't work
3: <laughs> nope we're gonna we're gonna change the tracks on that train
0: oh let's uh, let's step <coughs> away from tormentos for the time being let's go and shift the rails um
1: oh Schaller would be mad was, what Schaller would, be mad Schaller and, would be mad he switched the rails he switched tracks and then like yeah. eight people die when he hit the wall <laughs> i learned that in philosophy
0: but uh you know i think a lot of let's talk about the pride aspect you know, a lot of hipsters take take pride in being the... So, so we've, we've talked about kind of these two different scenarios, right? You buy something because you stand out, or you buy something to fit in. Take a watch. Why, why do you do one or the other?
1: Buy a watch to fit in if you're a stockbroker. If you're Kyle Bass and you're going to you know trade stocks in wall street or somewhere you know or go to try to talk to some venture capital for his new business he's starting you know he's going to wear a watch which it shows he's on time he's paying attention to um the events that are happening around him that's what everything a watch means you know right and, and not to mention that but it, it is something that's usually gold or silver looking and it, and it matches your outfit to show that you are um, it looks professional so, so some
0: mm-hmm. of your items are for fitting in. Some of them are for standing out. We are we are both same and unique. Yeah, I we think are, it goes back are, to a
3: basic human need to both be accepted as a part of a bigger community, but to also be recognized for your uniqueness. And <laughs> that plays into a lot of things. The hipster mentality. I mean, we're talking um, stereotypes and generalizations right now, but the idea that you would buy something intentionally old or not popular and the phrase well i've already I, I saw that before it was popular like we attribute that to the hipster movement mm-hmm. yeah and the spotify the recognition <laughs> spotify the recognition Freaking that you want angry to birds. be
0: you, oh mentioned, God. you mentioned angry, angry birds <laughs> to me so far before That's it
1: funny. became
2: like the thing a cultural phenomenon it, it and like
1: you, there's angry birds plush toys at walmart
2: in, in, in angry birds in indonesia <laughs>
1: Like <laughs> there's knockoff angry birds. Yeah, like very disgruntled fowl. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the pig's shown. <laughs> disgruntled
0: I like that. Disgruntled fowl. But I mean, good point. Like <laughs> so you you managed to spot some of these I mean why do why do we take kind of a pride in being able to do that? To like spot trends and identify them before they're they're widespread.
1: These like, people make money.
0: Why, why do we say, "Oh man"? You know, I was a fan of that band before it sold out. You know, got big. Like, what? You know, why? Why does? Why does that make us cooler? For or some people, why does that make them feel like more connected? I guess it um, gives
2: a sense of being able to spot something before it was shown to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's another kind of status. It's mm-hmm. like it's like a skill status type <laughs> of thing. Um, I can say. Um, also as far as rejecting music because it's quote too mainstream uh-huh. um, I can say that you know as as one that doesn't listen to radio I've found that you know when I do a lot of this stuff kind of feels samey I noted I hadn't listened to radio in a long time and then I was with my sister she has satellite radio in her car and I listened to the hit station for a while and I noticed that the techno like percussion had taken over pop
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah
2: reason. yeah um and so it just kind of like L- lends a also dubstep, <laughs> also dubstep. <laughs> yeah, that that had crept up to me in other channels. But yeah, <laughs> um, it's just it's kind of things kind of tend to latch on to similar. What's the word? Kind of similar themes mm-hmm. um, as far as stuff that gets popular enough to be done by quote mainstream media. Yeah, you um, tend to lot la- they tend to latch on to similar kind of subtypes I suppose like uh, popular music you you kind of have the, the club scene where they where they have the four on the floor bass beat yeah um you know
1: I think that's only to be loud it, it could
2: be I mean <laughs> and then you have yeah. then you have dubstep or mm-hmm. you know hip hop that has the excessive bass line so that guys can play it in their cars with subwoofers and people can hear it outside. very long
1: bass lines it should be pronounced dubstep <laughs>
3: when they park um, in front of residence halls know yeah. That bass shakes the metal frames of our windows and <laughs> makes Sean a very
1: angry person. <laughs> a, very, a
0: very disgruntled homo sapien. I like to nickname like it, to uh, kind of wub-wub step? What, what, step? And
1: yeah. disgruntled hurts your evolutionary process, Sean. Yeah.
0: But, okay, so, so backing backing off of the, the meme thing just a little bit, because I think we're, we're easily going back down that road. We've gone there before. I want to kind of hone in on the, like, the hipster aspect of it particularly why is it becoming more mainstream to be a hipster it feels it
2: feels because, to me because like when it,
0: more and more people are trying to do the hipster thing and that
2: being a hipster itself is starting to become mainstream hipster is the new emo what? hipster is the new emo okay it, it, it's become, of but I think, become of, it's there's kind of has to be a cultural phenomenon for people to latch on to and it's sort of something that was nascent at some point that has had its subtle beginnings. You know, that you could say that even before screamo took off that there are people who cut themselves due the <laughs> emotional distress in high school. Right. Or whatever.
1: Um, Sean's got a worried look on well, his face. Well, here's what
2: I wonder. I, I wonder
0: if, if like, if, if our modern... I wonder if we're equivocating, right? If we're calling what we identify as hipsters now just the latest incarnation of some sort of counterculture right so so in the 60s the the counterculture took a very different look from what we would call it the hipster hipsters now However, some of the core ideas are, are very similar. I
2: think you hit the nail on the head right there. Yeah,
0: I mean w- w- the, the rebel without a cause, right? The, the hippie, the um, I, I'm trying to think of throughout different other eras, but what was it in the 80s? They like, didn't exist in punks, the 80s. Punks, right? <laughs> it was punks in the 80s. Yeah, no. You know? It was in the, in, in the 40s, you know, rascals, or I don't know, whatever. Rascals? Um, rascals. Oh. I, you know, those
2: who don't Swingers, maybe?
0: Yeah, but uh, but I'm not and, and it's not necessarily that you're going against culture it's just that you're doing you're doing the things that are not the majority. And ha- however, so there will always be a small percentage of the population that that does the opposite things or does slightly different things for that reason to be different. And pretty soon what we identify as hipsters now Will be something much more mainstream, much more bland, much more, you know, difficult to to d- define. And I think it's already gotten to that point, just the fact that we're, if we're talking about them, they've already, they, they've, they've gone, they've gone out of that, that phase of being innocent, right? Yeah. They've gone critical mass. And it's before, so it's like, Um, before it was cool to be a hipster we need to find out the people we need to find the people who are the next hipsters right? You
1: you know what this is this Mm. is thank you internet people now feel like they can express themselves and you know on the internet it may have started anonymously but now people are like oh hey I like expressing myself I like so you think it's there. just
0: personal expression? I think a lot of
1: it is. I think It's just the people who feel,
0: feel comfortable with, with doing something different to and express themselves I think rather it than ties doing into something similar.
1: A lot of the people on the backside of this expression say, ooh, it's, they call it entitlement. And from our perspective, our side of the gap, we call it um, creativity or um, innovation or something like that. And I think that that ties into a lot of people feel like they can express themselves and they feel like it's their right to do that.
0: But hipsters aren't doing anything new. If anything, they're doing... Old things. Well, no. I mean, more it's, people, more people see, are doing like it. the modern hipsters now. The the the, the popular things: stores. vinyl. Clothing. It's seventies clothing. It's shag you, carpet. Yeah. Have y'all seen you a, the
1: new Jack um, clothing thing? For, it's the private club for men. Like they were advertising on Dignation and stuff. No. Like that. What? It's like this. What is this? There's a lot of stuff that's like these private elite clothing clubs and stuff. But it's all old, worn looking. Stuff. It looks like stuff you bought from Goodwill, <laughs> 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 and you're paying eighty dollars a shirt. Oh my!
3: Goodness.
0: And their clothes
3: also, are not clothes. They're called garb. Oh. Garb. Yeah, and they used alternative vocabulary.
2: <laughs> That's so hipster. See, like while while we're discussing hipster culture, I can point out my I those new glasses, which are you know the black plastic frames uh-huh. that I associate with the lead singer of Weezer or um, something like that. Is that a hipster band? You no, know, just the just the hipster glasses. Okay, um, and so I, I'm looking at these, and it's. It's Mark Echo. It's you know a big fashion designer brand. Yeah. But it's hipster glasses. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But they look good.
2: And th- yet they are mass marketed, right? Mm-hmm. I
1: yeah. think we. I
3: think the internet mm-hmm. ha- is probably most responsible for speeding up mm-hmm. culture change, because hip. With the rise of the hipster, a year ago, two years ago, mm-hmm. maybe three. Yeah, that we was not a concept that we talked about, right? But for instance, you know, like
1: look at Steven. he's doing his sign language videos. I've had people in random cities come up to me and talk to me about this, and it what just out of the blue because he started mm. something, hmm. and it's helped it become mainstream
3: faster. So I think the the curve mm. is going to be a lot more. Is gonna, you're going to rise a lot faster. You're going to fall a lot faster. Right? Like the Decemberists I think is a good musical oh, example. Man, mm-hmm. very yeah. hipster. Uh, back in maybe two thousand five, like when I was in RI, well, I had residents five who were like
0: to nine. Like, okay, well, was those
3: like yeah. I heard about them in five okay. in five Really, a resident. wow! I was like, oh, I love the December. Who were they? Yeah, didn't really like them. They were very hipster, and I'm going to use my literary master's degree to sculpt these songs that don't make any sense, but they're yeah. fun. But now they're. Getting much more mainstream. They're on NPR. They're, oh yeah, they're on Amazon yeah. and iTunes. They're having
0: big Arcade Fire. I oh mean, yeah, this Canadian band, right, that comes out of nowhere. Husband and wife singing together, making interesting songs, and they they play Madison Square Garden. Like,
3: they're they're huge and then it's the it's the instead of the British invasion it's the Canadian invasion. Canadian invasion are Well, the Decembers no the Decembers are from Portland I think Oregon okay. I got, so it's almost the same Canada. thing rebranded <laughs>
0: That's practically Canada.
3: I've been to Portland. It's not Canada. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> it's really close. Yeah, they're like um,
1: cousins or something.
0: Okay. That's, okay, whatever.
1: I found out the other day that you can travel internationally to Mexico and Canada with a plastic card passport and not your actual passport. I did oh, not yeah, know that. A, I have one. You can get a passport. I want one. ID. They look so yeah. cool. And so does one of our listeners, Jed Comments.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Speaking still of still listeners, so, if there's still still anyone. Are so I have two people
0: say, are just going to be carrying around passport cards. Before, before we, we get, get passwords, if
1: someone can carry into this conversation anything that has to do with Clearwire and their internet service Clear, let me know. I need major help with that company. That's all. Oh,
0: okay. Well, um, we won't go into that quite I'm yet. A, I'm a hipster
1: with my internet.
0: <laughs> Classified. Hipster net. Okay. So speaking man. of internet, before we wait, 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 before we lose the train of thought, though, I think the the idea that we were kind of zeroing in on is that this this um, this counterculture hipster culture punk culture whatever you want to call this i don't i don't know if, if we can describe it any more generically like even the term hipster is almost coming down to describe one instance of this phenomenon yeah. rather than the the I think in- at this point the like hipster of has lost it. meaning
2: mm-hmm what I think I think at this point in the conversation we've tossed around the word hipster enough
1: every time you say that it I think it's like dramatic chipmunk is what I think so
2: it's almost like we need a new term to talk about
0: all of these different types of common things generically dissatisfied right? youth dissatisfied youth but it's not just well you. I was
3: just kidding but okay well I would say okay maybe it's not only youth but I would say the large portion of people who are identifying with these movements yeah. if you will are youth and by youth I would say under 30 under mm-hmm. 35 yeah usually yeah Hippies, you don't, well, that's a bad example.
0: But hippies are the last, the, they're they're the past rise and fall. Like, they're, and they're now another they're spike, a, right? Yeah. So hippies were a spike, punks were a spike, goths were a spike, right? Well, maybe I'm describing different, there's still some goths, right? Is that a yeah. thing anymore? the Osbournes
3: still have a TV show? Um, no?
0: I don't think so, okay. but whatever. Um, and then hipsters are kind of on this downslope, right? Of their spike.
3: You heard it here fo- here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Cultural anthropologist Stephen
0: call-
1: Torrance is charting we're the calling, demise.
0: We're calling the demise of the hipsters before everybody else. Now, so, which demise yeah. comes first? Is
1: Japan going <laughs> to yeah. fall? Is Greece going to fall? Or are the hipsters going to fall first?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But... I think the point you were trying to get on Sean was the internet is speeding up these spikes, right? So we're seeing we're seeing these rise and fall of these of these movements happen much much quicker. Um, the, these movements that embrace things like doing different things for that very sake of being different, of not doing the thing that everybody else is doing, until it becomes the thing that everybody is doing. Then you have to switch and start doing something else. Do do so, any
1: of you guys buy? like soap and paper towels and stuff like that grocery store items aside from perishable foods do you buy them on amazon no 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 nope. because i they do sell
0: perishable
1: items on amazon Oh, well, uh, uh, well i, say, I say, okay <laughs> like cereal and stuff depends like that
0: depends on the soap
1: <laughs> is it organic
0: right <laughs> I mean, organic soap is so perishable
3: yeah it makes you stink but just as <laughs> a clarifying thing organic means composed of carbon so <laughs> when we all, all oh. foods so are organic just putting it every out
0: there. living thing
3: every living thing
1: basically. is organic yeah. just putting it out there mm-hmm. um, we wow. are organic in my book but that's Sean. the
0: chemistry definition yeah. of organic that's not like the USDA definition of organic
3: and I would hold to the more pure yeah. definition
0: which one well which one's more pure the, the chemistry definition or the USDA one
3: which came first Chemistry. chemistry, one. <laughs> chemistry? Oh. yeah, definitely. USDA only got on that train last ten years. I think oh, oh,
0: pressured so, by the industry. So the chemists totally, totally they called it before, it before it was the USDA. Yeah. Totally, they, they yeah.
1: got
2: it before it was hot. Yeah.
1: Okay, so, so back to Amazon. Um, <laughs> Why are I we think, talking about Amazon? Well, because this goes back to the internet thing. I mean, <laughs> okay. th- I think there's something important brought up here. We were talking about internet and promoting everything, but I don't think that people are entirely comfortable with the internet either. Um, because Ooh, what? I, and I know, right? no? like. You don't say. I bought I bought toilet paper, I bought soap, hand soap, body soap, I bought uh, paper towels, I bought sponges, <laughs> bought a bunch of stuff that, you know, I would usually run through Walmart, like pulling off the shelves, you know, when I'm there buying, you know, my weekly weekly groceries. It's so the stuff you buy once a month, you know, every two months depending on what it is. I'm buying all this on Amazon. One, because I'm a student, I get Amazon Prime for free. Prime, so I get two yeah. days sh- free shipping on everything. <laughs> Secondly, it is the same price it is in Walmart or an expensive grocery store, or cheaper sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's never more expensive, yeah. and so yeah. I can buy it for the same price or less oh, and get it shipped to my door in two days for free. And there's no reason that and why it's would easier. you ever leave like, your house? <laughs> well, but that's the problem. Is a lot of people say that um, it's socially awkward that I do this because I don't know how to go to the grocery store. And <laughs> no, you think, you've been to the grocery store. I mean, like I go to the grocery store. I go to the grocery so store so much go, I'm tired yeah. of it. So yeah.
3: I'm gonna choose to go to a crappy experience like just so because that, no one else is doing it. Well, and, like no, everybody I'm down goes to grocery stores. Yeah. But like there's differences. though. There's definitely a tier between really? Target or well, sorry. At the top would be Whole Foods, then next would be Target. Target, and yeah. then the bottom would be Walmart and any Kmart's that are still left at the very bottom. Oh, there's God, half yeah. them, but there is there's definitely a different cultural vibe that you might get. And so I've Completely. heard Completely.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so what's what's the more hipster thing to do or what's the more deviant thing right like you look where do more people go walmart
3: right now go, i would say because you know, walmart is big corporation that it's um cost,
0: cost everywhere
3: yeah it is yeah. everywhere but driving I think,
0: out the mom and pop stores but i think if yeah.
3: whole foods ever becomes less hipstery i think they'll move back into walmart really yeah
0: well and whole foods is starting to branch out like they're starting to build many many more of them and almost to the point where it is, it's not really that that quirky um, you know off the wall type, you know, you see the supplements along with the homeopathic remedies, you know, right next mm-hmm. to each other, sort of place. Um, there was there was a grocery like that in uh, Georgetown when I was a kid on the square, and I distinctly remember going in there and there was a distinct smell to the place. You just it smelled like, Herbs and uh, grain and and you know strain and and spices you know all together and you could you just it felt like it, that was so such a hipster place you know there was a map Were they of, of like the this place? world without uh, water on it no there was no people smoking on it. not yet no,
3: I think so, I mean it's nostalgic i
0: back but <laughs> that it was it was so small it was it was maybe. Nine nine 900,000 square feet total, like the whole store. Then you build... So Whole Foods came along and said, we're going to build a bigger place like this because these, these small places are getting pretty popular people like to people like to do the different thing they like to not go to the, the what was the uh, brookshire brothers at that time um yeah that one takes you back right wow okay <laughs> they didn't like to go to the brookshire brothers or the, the king savers or whatever they wanted to, to go and get some unique items that they couldn't find elsewhere and then so whole foods mainstreamed that experience of getting different things but eventually that will become the mainstream experience. And now you're starting to see a resurgence of kind of a new brand of that that type of um, corner drug slash market store um, mm-hmm. with even different, more obscure items than Whole Foods. You know, gluten-free is a new thing now. And mm-hmm. though Whole Foods has like a gluten-free section of stuff, you're BBA starting free. to see whole stores that are like all gluten-free and, you know...
1: Well, here's a question for you: Why? What are the factors that cause people to sometimes want to blend in and they're, where they're they want to fit the entire cult, the common culture, the social culture of something? And why do sometimes those very same people want to stand up with whatever they have? This hipster at the moment and make an See, expression I just don't of, like? Know. I think like, I think
0: that's the oxymoronic part of our personality. It's like I don't know if y'all have read Predictably Irrational, but nope. heard of it?
3: Title at says least? it all. Sadly, no.
0: No. Y'all should read predictably irrational. It's one of the best studies of, of economics and human thought together that I've ever read. And you know, one of the theses of it is basically we have we can we can live with contradiction. Like one of one of the reasons why we're unique as a species is we can complete we can contradict ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we can think one way in one part of our minds, another in a completely opposite way in another part of our minds and be totally okay with it. You know, so we can we can desire to fit in mm-hmm. and and take actions like you know buying an iPhone that causes us to fit in, or we can desire to do something different mm-hmm. and be unique and do things like buying a Rio uh, or a an iRiver uh, H10 MP3 player. So.
1: Because it's yeah. weird that this because very we, same we people... Fundamentally that fundamentally contradictory. People spend three hours a day on Facebook, but then think it's weird that you buy toilet paper on Facebook. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, speaking of buying
3: toilet paper on oh, Facebook, God. I took <laughs> this... Well, that sounds awkward. Sounds uh, like a bad experience. I took this like. survey... Oh, no, please don't like that. Uh, I took this survey of sure. uh, this company that was investigating... Using Facebook as a storefront for different products. What? And the whole idea just disturbed the heck out of me. And so I just said, no, I don't like it. I don't like it in the strongest possible Likert's terms. (laughs) Just so you won't do this. And I don't like it and I won't buy it and I won't buy it. Please don't do this. (laughs) And they just, it was just this awful Frankenstein's monster of online experiences. Like let's buy something from Macy's on Facebook no, no. but the no. idea,
0: and and this is uh, to keep the tangent going. This is like where the internet is going. We were talking about this a little bit at lunch. Like you can have a, we're starting to see these sub internets. Like AOL tried to do it first by being like the hub to which through which you access all the rest of the internet. You know, the AOL keyword got you to websites rather than searching for it or typing in a, a web address. And they had, you know, music services, shopping services, uh, travel services, everything. You would do everything through AOL. And Facebook is starting to kind of go that direction, but from a completely roundabout way. It's, well, let's build up a network of people that are all interacting with each other. And then instead of, instead of us saying, you know, we're the authority for you should buy X, Y, and Z, it's your friends are this authority for buying x y and z so your friends recommend products to you through facebook your friends recommend services to you
3: here's the problem you ask your
0: friends what did you buy and then you and then facebook provides a way for you to to buy it while you're on facebook after a friend recommended it to you and i can i can see that being like the direction that they may want to go
1: I want to ask you, though, is that a problem? Because um, we were having a discussion with Chancellor Hans at Texas Tech the other day, and he said that, um, because he he was a U.S. senator for a while from Texas, and he said that over and over and over he saw people that would walk in somewhere and they would be voting on something based on 192 comments for and 139 comments against something that he posted on a blog. And he said they're, um, you know, in this case they're anonymous, but does the fact that someone's identity on Facebook is just identifying enough that you'll believe it or that it's uh, statistically appropriate when you're deciding something like that or how how does that play into this
0: yeah i don't know i don't know if you all have any thoughts on that but
1: i think we've the uh, this
3: rabbit trail has
0: yeah i think we've hit the Peter end of the rabbit note. trail Matt. sorry, sorry.
3: I'm just, Good try,
0: though. Chancellor's
1: going to hear try. On this one.
0: Yeah, chance. the Chancellor listened to this, he's going to give you a bad grade for <laughs> well, not being able to keep his agenda in, going. In
1: his honor, I will tell him that it was. he did follow up the conversation by saying that he <laughs> fired a pirate once.
0: Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> uh, that man has
3: class. And speaking of crap technology, you brought up AOL. Oh! I think the original attempt at, let's make a little garden mm-hmm. called the Internet, and it'll be safe and cleansed. Cleansed—that's a weird word. Mm. Safe and clean. Safe
0: and clean, efficient, useful. Yeah, like
3: a town square, but virtually. Mm-hmm. And people used it for a really, really long time. Like holding yeah. on to it far oh. longer than it was useful. Mm-hmm. Got it. Sanitized.
0: Because sanitized. Thank because you. Because they were comfortable with it. Yes. Oh, completely.
3: Like that beater car that you had, my 1997 Saturn SW2, uh-huh. 1.8 liter dual overhead cams, four screens, station wagon. Yeah, overhead loved that thing. So um, part
0: of it, is part of it just laziness? Like we just stick with what we know because it's what we know?
3: I, w- I wouldn't call that lazy. I would say that could actually be efficient because you're not relearning how to do something. You're mm-hmm. not learning how to take care of it.
2: Did you call it kind of a version of the sunk cost policy, where they've spent so much resources on it, they know, they know what it is, they, they, like, they spend so much time learning it, they spend so much time interacting with it, they know what it does to jump to something new at that point would be, you know, it would be way too difficult. So they feel it's, a, it's an
0: impracticality. Mm-hmm.
2: But again, that's irrationality,
0: because we don't know that mm-hmm. switching to that new thing won't be more efficient than what we're doing right now. Like and, and that was that's part of unpredictably predictably irrational that's one of the studies they did is is to see people's willingness to give up what they already had for something uh, potentially better you know, and they found that more often than not folks would stick with an inferior option because they they it was a known quantity they knew they knew that this is what you know a, a given function would would do. this were its limits versus giving it up and potentially having less, even though those who decided to uh, give it up and try something new actually ended up with better things overall. You know, they would, they would drop it, maybe they would go down one, if they drop one, they get another, that is more efficient than the one they had two instances back. But it's that willingness to, to take risks and go outside that ended up being more beneficial. So I don't I I don't know how this relates to the rest of the discussion,
1: but,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I or think ties back into
0: being a hipster. But
3: I think there's a larger cultural trend in the development of the actually the planet itself. We are getting ever more complicated, or mm. well, perhaps better, ever more complex, and yet at the
0: same time we're starting to share so many more. Means of communication, um, products. Okay,
3: so with that, with a means of Lights. communication, yeah, it used to be Netscape, the internet. Yeah, and then you had AOL, and then we came back and Netscape Navigator and that whole biz. Yeah, but now we don't just have the internet and maybe ICQ mm-hmm. or something like that, Usenet. You also have Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Foursquare and texting. And Google+. Plus. And Google+. And, Plus. And, and you, we are getting incredibly diverse in the ways that we do things. Hmm. The knowledge required to fix a car is getting ever
1: more complicated.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't need a mechanic so much as you need a computer scientist. But at
1: the same time, it's kind of embarrassing, yeah. too, that there's so much knowledge about how to do everything. The other day I was changing the light bulbs in my car. And, you know, my car's in 99, so even as far as the internet movement and technology age, it's kind of old, you know. But, you know, to figure out how to change the the headlights on my car, I went and looked it up. And then I I saw how easy it was, and I was almost embarrassed that I looked it up before I just unscrewed the light bulb, you know. Mm. And that's kind of a strange phenomenon, too, that we don't think anymore about anything. My point with that being
3: that there is comfort in simplicity. And I think that the general trend is not towards simplicity. I think we have that in the back of our minds. We know that things will get more complex. Mm -hmm. So there has to be an enormous increase in benefit to offset the cost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Gotcha. Well, Matt, um, if you could be so kind as to pull up the form squeeze or the form spring rather so that we can move into the, the form squeeze portion of the show.
3: I was answering questions on LiveJournal before, before,
2: before. Oh God, LiveJournal! Live Journal.
3: The original hipster hangout
2: was it? It's Dreamwidth now. Being, what? What? LiveJournal <laughs> still exists, but it kind of spun off from something. So a lot of the, like the old guard spun off and made one, made a kind of journaling site kind of thing that works a lot like LiveJournal. Is it called, called
0: Dreamwidth? Dreamwidth.
3: Like dream. Like, with? Like,
0: width, the, the, yeah, W-I-D-T-, W-I-D-T. W-I-D-T. That is like a very It doesn't feel good Got to it. say. Yeah. yeah. dream. Um, what What is one password? Uh, inbox. Inbox.
3: Okay, let's see. We still call see. things inboxes. <sighs> How yeah. archaic is that?
0: That's pretty archaic. But...
3: It's... Folders? It's
0: become more than... I mean, it, it's, it's an evolved word. I mean... Languages evolve. Yeah, they can well, evolved. So it doesn't it doesn't it mean what a but you can trace way. its origins pretty easily. I
3: so. wonder why we why <laughs> we appreciate some <laughs> keep, words evolving. But
0: wait, what's what's the top one? What, what's not the top others, words, for
3: right I, I yeah. am totally okay with inbox changing. Okay. But when words change form, like this rise of societal
2: I think Ugh. like if you have an old word mean a new thing. I'd say it's better than having... just making up a new word in the first place. No, I, I agree. Um, people I like kind it. of... Um, tend to lock on to that more, even if it's just a portmanteau of old words. Um, that people can just... Um, they, they know what it means by looking at it, and they don't have to say, scrabble, you know, what does this mean? Yeah. Um, by the way, that's the that's the process of submitting tracks to listen to last.fm yeah um,
1: scrubbling. you're so hipster still using last.fm dude yeah I
2: have, if it doesn't scrubble to last.fm it doesn't count <laughs> it doesn't count oh
0: that's a topic for a whole nother day. Anyways, <laughs> um, we are now ready for the uh, form squeeze.
1: I will read you the form squeeze.
0: Please, uh, Matt, please read us the, the question about babies.
1: I, I, I will read you the question about yes. babies.
0: And I want to have you all answer this.
1: Bad okay. philosophy. If a little innocent child asked you how babies are made, what would you tell them? What find would you your, tell them, Sean? Find your parents.
0: Oh, you defer say, it. What I, if I, I would parents are dead? <laughs>
3: So, really, and fostering,
0: <laughs> I'm right. fostering them. What if, what if their parents are unavailable?
3: Like, well, I'm not having that conversation with someone else's children. <laughs> yeah. and well, without their permission.
0: What? What are you? Well, what if the kid keeps asking? Really,
3: you just want me to answer the question, yes, don't you? Yes. What if
0: you cannot get? What if you're locked in a room with this
3: child?
1: Oh, no, that's <laughs> And creepy. you cannot
3: leave until you answer the question. I think Matt hit that one on the head
1: i'm gonna go with kelsey's theory on this uh-huh. friend of mine she said that um kids are creepy if you're in the same room with them and they have red hair until they're over the age of four
3: how is that related i don't know besides the
1: baby in the room thing i think it was the baby part just don't put them in a corner so I think, honestly, what we, all four of us would do is that we would avoid the question as long as possible.
0: Okay, well, let's just put that down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I think... It, that? I, okay, I like avoid that the question it, as long as not, It's not... to ask their parents. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, if, if, the, if I had an appropriate relationship with a 15-year-old, like if I'm an uncle, uh-huh. like I think that's different than well, just being it? some. Person. Well, see, I still don't think so... So you consider 15 to be little and innocent? Well, well and I did not remember <laughs> that. All I got was kid. So <laughs> depending on how old... Yeah, when you thought kid, you thought 15-year-old? You're an old man, Sean. Sorry. <laughs> I am? Am I the oldest person here? Yes. Yeah, Probably. Yeah. The other
1: day I said back in the day, and someone stopped and said, Matt, when was back in the day for you? Yeah. It was like, like early 90s. And they were like, interesting. Mm, yeah. <laughs> hmm.
2: I that when I think little innocent child, I think mm, like eight. Three or four? Eight. <laughs> Nine, I would probably,
3: I would probably use the traditional like when two people love each other, like yeah. I'm gonna, I'm going to go down that route because I don't think one it's developmentally appropriate to talk about penises and vaginas with eight-year- olds <laughs> unless you're their parents. and two well, I don't think it's, it's emotionally earlier appropriate and
0: earlier because of the internet. I mean that it's just kind of happening you know as kids are allowed to be on the internet. and, he, and parental restrictions cannot keep them from finding out this information earlier. I mean you can Google search very easily that type of question and find a lot of information. And I think it's it's more appropriate for, a, for parents to just integrate slowly the idea from when a kid is very young you know and then just just make it a kind of a natural part of the development rather than having them find out everything at one one point you know and make it be this very and uh, no, i i don't have any evidence whatsoever that that is developmentally appropriate at all if you have children do not follow my advice on how to raise them disclaimer that philosophy is not a good
3: source of parenting advice <laughs> also i just as a sub note like for future historians um, i would love to see how uh, stephen torrance if he does have children in the future uh-huh, how okay. he raised them Okay.
0: For let's see for how, they, how they work out. As much
1: his kids' Twitters, you know what they're going to—they're they
3: going to
0: grow up to be hipsters. I'm going to guarantee it. And they're going to be—they're going to be hipsters when it's like retro to be a hipster. So it's going to be like hip to be a hipster again.
2: Wow. I okay. Just, that just blows. So okay. Do yeah. that. There's different aspects of his, hipster here, though. Oh no! I know. Do you have? Are, are, are you saying be, the hip stink of rejecting popular consensus? Yes. Or the. The you know the fashion vogue of torn I think clothing, we should just vinyl. go with your term
0: those with hip stinct to refer to the generic like the, to the type but not to, the to token counter mm. counterculture in general Ooh, i just I just remember the the appropriate philosophical way to respond to did you to just couch the. Type token? hipster is a token of the type person with hip stinct uh, hippie is a token of the type person with hip stinct punk is a token counterculture is a token. Mm-hmm. Rebel is a token.
3: Can we throw in like Carl Jung and the collective unconscious, something about archetypes in there too? No? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Te- sure. Texan. Wait, in this
0: in this yeah. context, um, person with hip stink is the archetype. Or the, the type. Archit just adds a, a kind of a cool.
3: It totally bit. makes you sound educated and archetype.
0: that's why we all have those. Archetype, it's just a fun word to say.
1: Yeah. So out of so anyways, this, I got that our official <laughs> BF response is, we would avoid the question as long as possible until we break down and tell him or her to go ask mom. Tip, don't ask dad until mom says no.
0: Correct. Yes.
3: (laughs) I will respectfully uh, uh, voice my dissension with that opinion, but since this is not my show, I will not (laughs) push the issue.
0: Duly noted in the the minutes. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But to answer your question, Brian, um, my kids would be... Of you know whatever token X whatever whatever the token is at that point they would be of they would be a person with hipstinct and the token at that point may have as one of its aspects the the retro tendency to be like um, hipsters the token hipster that we we are in right now. However, it, they could have as one of their um, goals or. What, one of the aspects of it could be to take on traits of the hippie culture, right? I'd say, as, that, I'd say that's how surgeons have stuff. taken on some of the aspects that hipsties, hippies took on. Hipsties.
1: hipsties. hipsties.
0: hipsties. <laughs> we now have Tormento. Oh, a God. <laughs> oh, oh That's just, That's hard to say, too. Well, I think we've gone sufficiently meta on this, and, and I think we'll just keep it to one, one form spring question uh, for this week because we've gone a little bit long. But that's awesome, and I had a really good time with all of you guys. This is fun. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Brackett. Where can people uh, find and follow you on the interwebs if they would so choose?
3: I'm on Twitter at Sean Brackett, <laughs> which is...
0: S-H-A-W-N-B-R-A-C-K-E-T-T.
3: Two Ts, please. T-T. Yeah. I'm also on Facebook okay. slash Sean Dot Bracket
1: You okay. put a dot in there I do,
3: I'm a fan of the dot
0: I got, I'm still proud of this Facebook.com slash Steven T
1: Stephen, that's because we had a Facebook name party the day it launched
0: I got this li- oh. literally like 3 or 4 seconds after it became available <laughs> So after the service went online
1: so. And that was only because of the latency on the You're internet You're such a hamster.
2: Right?
1: Oh. Oh, oh, oh yeah
2: Oh I am, I did that, you did you hear the that,
1: pride in his voice,
2: I ladies and gentlemen? Oh, is yes, that yes, I am. Is that mm. is that hipster before it was mainstream? I would say that it got no, popular immediately, so I would call you more of an early adopter in that case. Early adopter, okay. yes, I,
3: I appreciate that. Because an early
0: adopter is a type of a person with hip stage. They get they get things before everybody else gets them to have mm. the thing that not everybody else has.
3: They have Facebook, even timeline. if it's something
0: that may eventually. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> don't even get me started on that. But they—that's kind of a different way of doing it. Um, rather than they get it before it's mainstream. Rather than um, rejecting something that is mainstream for something that is not and will never be. Yeah. Right. Like vinyl will never be mainstream again. <laughs>
1: never, never say <laughs> right? never.
0: See the distinction there.
3: When that electromagnetic pulse detonates over the United States, and we all have to go back to physical forms of entertainment. Well, vinyl record players hey.
0: won't work either.
1: Well, they're so. physical.
3: Well, yeah, but they still require electricity. Well, yeah, but that's after the UPS oh, I see.
0: <laughs> We're gonna have to record well, Let me put bad all philosophy. my vinyl players in a Faraday cage. Just like, <laughs> that's my
1: office, ready. by the way, in case you're wondering.
0: It's a Faraday cage. Yeah. Oh. For <laughs> well, nap. You must knew? get great reception in there.
1: Yeah. Guys, we should record Bad Philosophy on CB radios powered by water, like a water wheel. <laughs>
0: Ooh, yeah. I like it. Uh, no. Uh, anyways. Too retro for me. Brian Mitchell, we we somehow got back onto the topic. I, this is. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what what what's happening here, girl?
2: This is like a know. time warp. I think I think I mean, we approach the hour mark and it's just like there's there's that mark it just keeps like pulling us back. As you go further away from the hour, yeah. you further away from the topic, but after a while it just starts you just start it's going so it's back. leaping back around? Wow. Yeah. Well anyways,
0: let's let's put a make a swift end to this. Um <laughs> let's let's put a boulder on this track and then <laughs> oh. smash into it.
2: To, to complete your question early and completely stop you from talking, I okay. can be reached on Twitter as at Ice Soldier, Thank you. Um, <laughs> and that's sort of my main form of communication. I'm sort of an addict, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me at Last.fm since I mentioned it earlier. At Bw Ice Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find my creepy tastes in music. Um, I am a bit of a, I have a bit of the hipster instinct as far as music goes, mm-hmm. so you can you can brace me there, yeah, if oh. you please. And check out everything
0: he's ever scrabbled on Last.fm slash Bwice Soldier. Yeah, actually yeah. slash User slash Boy Soldier, but
1: okay. Why does science do the slash User? I don't know. Stuff?
0: They they didn't they didn't realize it early enough that it's not a good thing to do. Right. But anyways, uh, Matt Legler, where can people locate and follow you on the interwebs?
1: Well, if you would like to do it the simplest way, Google Legmar. Or go to Facebook or Twitter.com slash L-E-G-M-A-R. Cool. And that's it.
0: And you can follow me, of course, on Twitter.com slash S-T-O-R-R-E-N-C, or at my completely hipster-garnered Facebook URL, (laughs) Facebook.com slash Stephen T. Hey, Uh, hey mm Stephen.
1: Thanks for coming back to Texas Tech.
0: Hey, it was good to be here. And this is just halfway through my visit, so I'm really looking forward to Tomorrow I will be uh, leading a lunch discussion on the Bad Philosophy topic from last week, or last episode. Um, sort of starting on the wage slavery, uh, you know, gift the economy type of a thing. Maybe go in some new directions, depending cool. on how people take it. Uh, you can follow the show of course at twitter.com slash bad philosophy, Facebook.com slash bad philosophy, formspring.me slash bad philosophy, and when we do broadcast live, livestream.com slash bad philosophy. We thank you all for listening and uh, hope you don't decide to start listening to another podcast once we go mainstream. We'll see you next time on Bad Philosophy.
3: I really, I really must say that I appreciate your consistent use of bad philosophy. Really? Like, instead of the Twitter slash BF... Facebook.com slash bad P like I oh, really appreciate yeah. uh-huh. the consistency. It's a brand. You it's, really it's look brandy. like Jed when said
1: so I yeah. really appreciate your consistency.
3: It's all I never <laughs> spent time with him. <laughs> Wait, does that mean you don't like him? Uh-huh. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> it may be true. It I liked be him before. <laughs> he was cool. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, push it. We're running out of these We really are. Let's,
0: let's actually hipster let's,
3: hipster is not let's be it hipster. is a renewable some, renewable source of energy, <laughs> hipster. <laughs> and they slip right and I don't
1: don't
2: to. I'm gonna go. Have to collect the shattered pieces of my pride after being called a hipster about twenty times. I don't
1: think Steven's allowed to record episodes after driving seven hours to get somewhere.
0: I had I slept. I slept three
1: hours. All right, whatever. I kept you up with my olive eating ranch dressing. Like well, at some point, I also wanted to draw the
2: distinction between hipsters and new hippies. The distinction. <laughs> stop, stop it! Now I know where my pun sense from. I grew up with this guy.
3: Okay uh, God bless her song Yeah Is it
2: too
3: soon to say it? Is it too soon to wanna say
1: it to you? To you? Is it too soon to say it like? Is it too soon to wanna say it to you? If it slips right through and I don't mean to Badphilosophy.com We should hop to a hipster easter